0: Uh, what else I'm gonna talk about I may get into some hip hop man I may get into some bring it around here bring it over here now give me the about two bottles hot and thirsty Oh, hmm. peace to the gods, peace to the earth, peace to all the righteous families on the planet earth. This your man, King, truth is Allah, coming to you on this, uh, what's the day, coming on this build, destroy day of uh, August, right? And, uh... You know, I just want to get into some things with y'all. You know, doing my duty, man. And, you know, I, you know, I, I heard, I hear, I see. Um, you know, I uh, acknowledge, I acknowledge, and I'm just gonna try to do my duty today. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna talk about uh, HBCUs. And, uh, what else I'm going to talk about? I may get into some hip-hop, man. I may get into some hip-hop. Yeah, I'm going to answer. I'm going to jump in with, uh, Vlad and Big Gene, you know, um, yeah, so, so, you know, let's do this. Um, today is the eighth, right? And supreme mathematics and the nation of gods and earth that, the nation of gods, of gods and earths, plural, many gods, many earths. Um, you know, we study, we teach, we learn supreme mathematics, supreme alphabet, the 120 s- supreme wisdom lessons, and the, and the 12 jewels, and we build on these, you know, these these lessons. So, you know, once again, you know, the, um, you know, we say 120 degrees, right? That's 120 degrees is also known as 120 lessons, right? That's the one to 10, that's the one to 14, that's the one to third. that's the one to 36, the one to 40 uh, actual facts and solar facts. All those lessons, add up to 120 degrees or 120 wisdom supreme lessons, right? But we also call supreme mathematics and supreme alphabet degrees. So in all actuality, you learn in uh, 156, it's like uh, 26, is 26 alphabets or it's 10 supreme Mathematic numbers is uh, 1 to 0, and now it's a cipher, and then you got uh, uh, Supreme uh, Math, band. wait a minute, yeah sorry about that I'm up here sweating oh man so you got 10 supreme mathematics and 26 supreme alphabets our lot is zigzag and yeah add those up' that's 36 36 degrees plus the plus the 120 degrees so that's 156 degrees plus the 12 joules which make it uh 56 12. 68 so it's uh, 168 degrees you know that we build on right and so like we say, well what's the what's the first degree in supreme mathematics right you say uh the first degree in supreme mathematics is knowledge right knowledge is the existence knowing about everything in existence the foundation of life. Uh, you know, then you say what's the okay, so what's the first degree in the one to ten? The first degree in the one to ten is who is the original man? The original man is the black man. See what I'm saying? So um so you know so the day the eighth, right? And, uh, and, and Supreme Mathematics, that will be the, uh, the Bill destroy Number eight, Supreme Mathematics, Bill destroy Eight in Supreme Alphabet is b c d e f g h i is, is I. Wow. So, you know, I get I, comfy. you know, I know all my, uh, alphabet, but, you know, I think I is, uh, I got... Damn! I always forget. I. I, I, you know, I think I is I. I to say I think I, you know, I got them written down all over the place. I got them online. I just wow, I get stumped sometimes. I stump my own self, thinking of other, other definitions for I. You know, I like to use I. I God is the culture or independent, right? I is independent, right? And so that's, you know, uh, you know, how you build on independent is, you know, to be an independent thinker, right? Or to be independent in your enterprises, right? Strive to be independent, you know, in all that you do, right? But build and destroy, um, and so I'm gonna, you know, try to destroy some misconception and some some uh, lies you know with this bill I'm going do, right so you know I want I want to I want to briefly talk about freedom right I'm talking about freedom and and you know I've been thinking you know for, you know I you know hear this statement all the time right freedom ain't free and so I would I kept you know, and so I, over the years, freedom ain't free. Freedom ain't free. You know, it's you know, it's like a you know, like a statement that need to be decoded, right? Um, made plain, right? Freedom ain't free. So you know, I, so I so I heard it again today, or reading, and freedom is not free. And I, you know, so so you know, I have to thank the. Um, Supreme mathematics and Supreme alphabet and the 120 for, for, for making me gain understanding of what that means. Freedom is not free. And, it, and you know, a number four in Supreme mathematics is culture freedom, right? Culture freedom. And that means culture is how you choose to live, you know, and freedom is living, freedom is living, living how you choose to live without conflict. That's freedom. You know, the freedom to practice your own beliefs, to live your own way. It's freedom. It's culture, freedom, right? And and, and so, you know, you know, we're supposed to build on these lessons and you know, it's a, a degree in there. You know, what is a five percenter? A five percenter is a poor righteous teacher. Well, I've done away with that. You know, I, you know, I can't subscribe to being poor. You know what I'm saying? Poor goes against supreme everything. Goes against supreme uh, mathematics and it goes against supreme alphabet. Poor, go, once again, poor goes against uh, having culture and freedom. You know, poor. You can't, won't have power. Poor doesn't yield equality. You know, it's hard to be a uh, a supreme head with you know, you know, your higher self. When you pour, it's difficult to build. When you pour, you can't, you know, it's hard to bring things into existence, manifest things, born things when you pour. And if you pour, then you're going to create a poor cipher, right? And so I just took you from, you know, culture freedom number four to zero cipher in Supreme Mathematics of how... You know, poor doesn't fit the true description of a five percenter, a righteous teacher. So, once again, you know, I've done away with that. And in uh, a revised version, Nation of Earth version, written by me, the one to 10, or oh, in the one to 14, you know, what is a, a five percenter? Five percent is a pure righteous teacher, a pure and I encourage everybody to substitute change, do away, destroy a poor and you know say peaceful uh, a a peaceful righteous teacher you know that strive to teach the 85% of you know to strive to teach the, the savage to be civilized see what I'm saying you know I I encourage everyone to do away with poor because when you memorize, you condition yourself. If you want to be a five, it's, it's easy to be poor, but society, the world, the wicked rulers, the 10% has conditioned us to think it is hard to be rich, to be wealthy financially. See what I'm saying? So So, we got the knowledge. We just got to be change our way of thinking, cause that way of thinking always gonna keep us down, right? So that's when they so so when they say freedom ain't free, freedom is not free. If if you want to practice your your own culture, you know, if you want to live out one twenty, you know, and have your own school and have your own students and. You know, have your own businesses and, you know, have your own food source, your own garden, you know, solar energy. Live off the land. You're going to need some financial resources, you know, financial resources right along with some knowledge about how to live that way. Your culture, right? So, you know, so that's what they mean when they say freedom ain't free. Freedom is most definitely not free. And that goes for, you know, somebody that, you know, break the law. You know, people that break the law, you know, going to need an attorney. And it's people that have paid attorneys that do fair better in legal situations over court appointed, right? You know, there's some street stuff for y'all, right? Some street academy stuff for y'all, right? So, you know, freedom and, you know, this is how you maintain your freedom. Freedom is most definitely not free. So, you know, we're going to have to strive to, you know, get some money for real and change our thinking, destroy the mentality of a 5 percenter that is poor and has to be poor that's ridiculous That's, you know you know that goes against you know how society is set up you know how you know how the world is set up you know we got knowledge we got to have knowledge on how to play the game and and you know get money to live out our culture so you know that's you know that's what I want to talk about freedom um you know I was I've been you know, watch the videos and, you know, um, like, and, you know, once again, you know, Supreme Mathematics, you know, the whole studying and 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 curriculum of having knowledge or gaining or getting knowledge of myself is, you know, is, you know, is Wonderful! It if you allow it to, if you receive it and 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 allow it to reside in you, in in your mind and heart, um, you know it could help you. Uh, it could it could it could help you. Uh grow and develop into manhood and, you know, womanhood. See, you know, um, you know, I've been seeing some, 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 you know, some, uh, celebrities, you know, dealing with fatherhood issues, like, you know, how they, I'm not going to say no name, but, but how they, you know, let their son go, let their daughter go. And and they like you know you know well to do you know they, well to do, and it, you know they didn't feel it, feel responsible or feel feel it is feel what I'm getting from what they told that they did not and and the story behind you know like say one 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 daughter ain't seen a father since she was five and now she in her. 30s or 20s, mid-20s, and got four children. So the dude is a grandfather, and he ain't seen his daughter since she was five, and he's, you know, very paid, well off. And she was out, you know, they, the story is she was out here working, living in her car, and just struggling. And, you know, you know, he has helped her in the past. I don't know what. Has caused the break in the relationship, but learning fatherhood and and learning being on the level I am with education, psychology, business, human human behavior, and, and getting this knowledge self about fatherhood, right? To take your take your cipher, your family, your children further than you. You see what I'm saying? So you know, I so I always feel, you know, I, you know I got a child in this world that I rarely see. You know, that's the mother fault, right? And um, but you know, he might pop up one day be thirty five years old. talking out, dad. You know, I you know, I need some help. I'm gonna help him cause it's my duty. I won't shun. I mean, you know, I know enough about being a man, about fatherhood. See, you know, this is the growth and development that you know, supreme mathematics and supreme uh, alphabet put on me. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding. See what I'm saying? You know, I got to understand that you know the, you know that the mother is like that, and I can't blame. You know, my child, right? So, um, yeah, man. So it's always gonna be so 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 so, 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 what I'm saying is always gonna be my duty to help my child and my children. It's always gonna be my duty. No, I didn't. I, I've seen. I'm. I'm, I'm experiencing through other people, people I know all my life, relatives I know all my life, not having a biological father, not not having a biological father in their life, and and they in middle 50s and going on 60 years old, and they are the bottom rung of society. They are just down and out. And, you know, or so the mother tried to, you know, play both roles and she couldn't do it. And she was too proud to allow and bring the biological father into the son's life. And they are, and the sons are paying for it today because the father and, and the father is educated, college educated, men got other children you know what I'm saying? And just, but was kept out of the first son, the first born, the first oldest son life. And they are paying for it today. with just having a overbearing, uh, coddling mother. See what I'm saying? Which created, created the, uh, mother's boy relationship right and if you look online mother's boy is a to be a mother's boy is to have a mental uh, mental disorder or mental dysfunction created by the mother um, it's you know it's a unhealthy relationship with the mother and you know you know, this one dude at 40, 45 was still dependent on his mother and he had been to the army. Not I'm not saying no names, but you know, he had you know he had been to the army. And but when he come home and he tried these other things, and you know, you know, he'd been incarcerated and he's you know, he was he's you know, he's paralyzed at that age by not being able to do anything without his mother. Right, you know, he I'm not going away without I'm not going down there without my mother. I ain't doing that without my mother. I'm like, wow. And so today he's out. You know, he's just, you know, he you know, you know, he's homeless. Same with the other dude. You know, he he homeless. And you know, they can't make without their mother, and you know, the other dude mother passed, and the other dude mother trying to cut him off so he'll grow and won't be so dependent on her at 58, 59 years old. It's ridiculous, because and, and so they could, and it's like, you know, the, the mothers was full of pride, right, by not allowing the a uh, gainfully employed, college-educated father to have shared custody, shared responsibility for their son. So this my experience. My understanding is, you know, I'm in a situation like this and I'm always going to have to be ready and be prepared to help and take my child no matter what, what age, no matter what the situation, because I'm the father. This is what a father supposed to do. You see what I'm saying? So, man, I was like, wow. I mean, it's just wow to hear these men that could have their family together. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got to thank my grandfathers, my grandparents for, you know, you know, showing me how to be a man. And take care of my responsibility even down to my grandchildren. See what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it's, you know, I always gotta take responsibility, man. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm all, no matter where he be, you know, I'm still alive, he's 50. Like, dad is fucked up. And I'm alive, <laughs> I gotta help the dude. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, man. Yeah. So, man, it's it's like wow, man. You know those brothers. Wow, I I don't even know how to, you know, you know. I I mean I I became a better man reading about manhood. You understand manhood plus womanhood equal godhood. See, over here in the nation, gods of earths. You know, it's a you know, it's a thing called, you know, it's a philosophy, you know, called I-God is the culture. I-God, the letter I-G-O-D is the culture, right? So I-God meaning self-God, meaning I myself, I self-Lord and Master. It's the culture that we practice. And so I ain't, oh God, why this happening? Oh, my son, you know, in the OD here in the street. No, I got to have, I mean, I grew up in the street a little bit, got a little, you know, knowledge of the street, this and the third, been through, you know, psychiatric evaluation programs and therapy and all these things. So, you know, th- m- my experience, you know, it's like it. I'm well prepared to handle anything my child may go through. I can help them. college. I can help them. See what I'm saying? Starting a business. I could help them some advice. You see what I'm saying? Some consultation. Some support. See, some 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 moral support. Maybe some financial support. <clears throat> so and, and just you know to to know these brothers struggle with their children out here and they well to do is like wow I I did, I just it just messed me up and I was like wow y'all brothers shouldn't have a relationship like that with y'all children cuz y'all can afford to take care of you know so yeah so I wanted to touch on that man freedom culture freedom freedom ain't free and uh fatherhood man is wild you know what i'm saying and somebody jump on these uh HBCUs man HBCU HBCU means historically black college and university historically black colleges and university you know that's what uh HBCU mean and You know, it's a network of colleges, mainly in the South and Southeast, you know, you're flying, flying black colleges, right? And so, but I done some digging and, you know, I'm, 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 I'm kind of disappointed because, you know, the HBCU really ain't black you know, Spelman, Spelman was, uh, you know, always been a college for women and it opened in Atlanta, Georgia in 1881. Right. And, and it was first called, uh, Women's American Baptist Home Mission Society, right? And then they created the Atlanta Female Baptist Seminary. And it was instructed by four white northern-born teachers, right? And then uh, they were seeking money. And so the Rockefellers gave them some money and and the and the trustees renamed Spellman Spellman to honor Mrs. Rockefeller's a Ballinist family so it was uh John D Rockefeller and his wife Laura Spellman Laura Spellman donated funds to the school. And, and when they visited the school, the trustees changed the name to Spellman in honor of Rockefeller's wife. I say, yeah. man, because her family was abolished, abolishedness. B- Abolishing, mist. They, they was down with uh, the, the abolishment of slavery, right? And so, you know, and then you got Howard. Howard University was founded in 1866. I think that's a year after slavery was abolished in 1865, I think, right? And it was founded in 1866 by missionaries as a training facility for black preachers. And then it was decided that the school would be named after Civil War hero Jennifer, General Oliver O. Howard, a white man who was serving as the commissioner of the Freedmen's uh, Bureau. And so I say, oh, you know, they had a free, a, 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 a freedman's bureau back in 1866. And so that led me to, you know, what, you know, what was that? It was the Bureau of Refugees, freedmen, and Abandoned Lands, commonly referred to as the freedmen's Bureau, and, and was created by Congress on March 3rd, 1865. Fashion to provide temporary one year assistance to former slaves and destitute whites in the war ravaged South. Mm-hmm. During the Civil War, Northern abolishness recognized the dire condition of formerly enslaved people who had fled to Union lines. Mm, mm, mm. And so that's Howard. Howard University was named after General 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 Oliver O. Howard. That's why you got? High. Now you know it's a good school today. So it's filming. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that in just one second. So you got the Hampton University. You know you know back when I was 12 13 14 12, 13, I you know, I, you know, I was able to go on a college tour with older kids. And and we visited Hampton and Howard and Spelman and Morehouse, right? And some old colleges, right? And so we got Hampton University, was founded in 1868, when Union General Samuel Armstrong opened that opened the Hampton Normal and agricult- Agricultural Institute to educate freed men after the Civil War, right? So, you know, them three, four major schools, you know, I talked about Morehouse, was by Lyman Morehouse, white man was named after, Spellman. you know, you know, Morehouse are all men's schools, Spelman is all-women's school, You got Hampton and Howard, you know, these major universities considered to be. Now, you know, I've been, you know, been developing a problem with HBCUs based on the finished product, based on the knowledge and readiness of the graduates of these HBCUs you know my experience is you know you know you're not know, coming I got some so-called relatives I don't mess with but I, I, I know them I know they educational background that struggle they struggling and then you got some you know I know a PhD dude and you know he got a PhD from Morehouse And you know, he struggled with uh, you know, he got a PhD in psychology, and he struggled with understanding his wife's grief and her family grief. You know, he you know, they need, you know, they may need, you know, they can't take death, you know, and their parents dying and you know, his Parent died, and you know, from what I heard, they was unsympathetic to their brother-in-law, to you know, to her husband, and they still crying about their parents died five, six years ago, and twenty years ago, and they they just they you know care less about other people dying, and you know, he I don't think he understand that. Right, It's like, you know, but I'm, you know, my expectation is, you know, his wife that's had this long lasting grief, you know, he should be, you know, helping her get over that. Now, this was about, you know, this is a 10 year old discernment, right? I don't, I don't know what the status of how they feel today, but 10 years ago, you know. He, you know, it's like, wow, man, you got a Ph.D. in psychology, and you don't understand, you know, the, you know, the, the symptoms and signs of of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of 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 a grief of uh, loss of a loved one. You know, the the the, the first stage of grieving is is uh, what is it? Is uh, denial yeah, you know, so, yes yeah, it's, it's grief, and so, the first, so, you know, it's, sometimes they don't believe their parents dead, that's denial, then you got, I think it's disappointment, anger, but they, but they probably go through those stages, but they always end up back in denial, so they stuck in a loop, you see, and so, you know, man, I'm like, wow, you know, I don't, you know, I don't think the brother recognized that, and it's like wow. And then he grief, and she ain't equipped to deal with it. You know, it's like wow, that's weak and selfish, hood. Uh. And you know, I'm I'm related to the you know to the wife, and it's like Ugh. I And 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 I'm and I'm hearing this. I'm not in a household, but I'm hearing this, right? And it's like wow, man, y'all just wow, Jesus fucking Christ. And she got a degree from. Hampton and he got a degree from Morehouse and a PhD from Morehouse. And it's like, ugh, wow. You know, ten, 10 years ago, and you know, they've been married a long time. they they high schools, you know, sweetheart buddies or whatever, right? And so, and you know, they older than me. You know, they in their 50s, right? And I'm like, wow. So yeah man so I'm so I'm kind of disappointed that you know we've been told we can't right we've been told we can't the idea the aim the goal it was not to uh if we can't you know then we need to be taught how to work for ourselves, right? And I'm gonna jump into the talented tenth after this. Um, you know, if we can't, right? As as a black nation, as as an ethnic race, if it's a problem, if people, white people, other ethnic groups got a problem working with us, while we all collectively work for someone, right? You know, from like, you know, all the big retail chains, the big box stores, the malls, the the manufacturing facilities, you know, they hire mass people. You know, so, you know, sometimes, you know, the whole half the town or the whole town is employed by, you know, some manufacturing facility. Right. And the largest retailer of grocery and household goods or whatever. Right. And. And so, if, if we as black people can't, then the HBCUs should have included in their curriculum entrepreneurship. Every From, from, from medical doctor, PhD doctor, uh, computer science, nursing, you know, uh, Englishman, we should a uh, entrepreneurial minor certificate pro or degree. You got a major and a minor. You know what's your minor? Entrepreneurship should be mandatory. So all the HBCU graduates can come out here and build their own business, start their own business. This is how that work, but it don't do that. And that's shady than a the motherfucker. They don't do that. So them HBCUs is teaching all them black people to to uh, uh, uh assimilate, right? That means to copy the dominant ethnic group, right? they teaching them to assimilate, copy the dominant ethnic group in the workplace and in society, right? So that's why it's very few black owned. That's why the black owned business boom ain't happening. Because the HBCU, the so-called, the so-called, and they only historically black, if you got to break that down, historically black colleges and universities, they just got a large majority of student body is black. But they ain't pro-black. See what I'm saying? And they think, and and so they make you think they pro-black because they call themselves historically black colleges and universities man I've been searching Tuskegee since I left in 91 and you know I finally come around I say I didn't I was done with some haters my 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 major was architecture and they put me in like a I didn't know nothing about architecture they put me in a like a 102 103 level class and you know I should have been in a Introductory one-on-one to architecture, but I was in a one didn't know how to work a T-square. <laughs> None of that. So, and it and it you know and his class was small, but I, I just you know the teacher was like unlike no nigga you in college. He's, I mean I just no support no from the teacher at all, and so and so you know I, you know I guess he figured. You don't want to be an architect, right? I mean, a uh, uh, architect. So. I'm like, yeah, man, so, and that down there should have had a entrepreneur. Just imagine if they teaching you architecture and entrepreneurship. You're going to leave that motherfucking school ready to Start your own architecture firm. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, man, we, uh, you know, we black people got to get stopped, Carter, with the hype of HBCU, you, you, you you ain't doing nothing but going to school with a whole other bunch of black people. And somebody told me that ain't how the real world is. You see? So, yeah, man yeah and so this and so this goes into the talented tenth. like who was right who was my opinion Who is right Who is wrong i i can't think of that dude Lyman morehouse henry Lyman. I can't i don't even know what the hell he's talking about right he white talking about black people and the 10th one ought to be better than the ninth one i said wow and so we like why all why every, all ten can't be the man can't be talented ten. Why can't them ten men? Why, why can't ten men out of that student body be the Superman? And we need all ten of them. That's we the point and. But I was, you know, doing some more research in that article, and you know, people, and you know who, you know who, you know who I think is right. I think W. E. Du Bois is right. I think W. E. Du Bois, and people didn't call him. I think they ran W. E. Bo- out the country. I ain't sure. I, I you know, I, th- I think they tried to run him out of the country like they did Marcus Garvey, and. uh So, but yeah, I you know, I think he right because W.E. Du Bois wanted, believed in training, having a school to teach how to work in the industrial industry. They I mean go to work for the steel, make it the factories, the railroad, the railroads. And and I mean the T. Washington believed that, you know, the school should have been, the classes, the curriculum should have been more towards teaching black men and women to work in the blue-collar fields. But, you know, he said something like that, you know, we must learn to do all these jobs and bring dignity to every job that we do. We're going to have to do them. Right now, this is where entrepreneur and entrepreneur curriculum need to been put in so we would know how to be uh, blacksmiths and our own auto- automotive company, our own black industrial sector, our own uh, maid service, our own horse keeping service back then see what I'm saying where entrepreneurship you know would have been rooted in a tu- in, in, in Tuskegee Institute Tus- Tuskegee normal Tuskegee Institute Tuskegee University's curriculum entrepreneurship see what I'm saying you know now what Booker T Washington, who who built, who who helped open up Tuskegee, Booker T with Lewis Adams. You know this dude named Lewis Adams founded uh, Tuskegee, and then he went. I think he went, he went to go get Booker T. Brought Booker T in as the principal, or the dean, or somebody, a teacher. And you know they kept building it, but I think this dude named Lewis Adams. Black dude, the thing was black slave or something, and so um, yeah. So this is where so-called historically black colleges and universities is going wrong by not making entrepreneurship in in every major a mandatory prerequisite. A mandatory class classes in entrepreneurship you see what I'm saying that's why ain't no black owned business boom no why ain't no black Wall Streets popping up all over the United States and the rest of the world because we ain't being taught entrepreneurship we're not being taught entrepreneurship If we don't learn entrepreneurship, we're always going to be working for somebody. And we never going to have no freedom. Set our own schedule. Do what we want to do. Manage our own money. Make our own gross revenue income. We ain't never going to be able to do that unless we learn entrepreneurship. And people that I don't like working for, I don't like working for Family Dollar. I don't like working for Walmart. I don't like working for... For the, for, the, you know, for the factory. I don't like working for this company. I don't like that kind of They don't like black people. I mean, people stuck on welfare because they don't like the people that's working or run these businesses and companies. The way to stop that is learn entrepreneurship. And so Booker T had a point. If we go today, we're going to be carpet cleaners and roofers and Mason, we're going to bring dignity. To these jobs, but W. De Bush is all right saying the hell with that, later with that. We got to get an education, and then you know, Booker T. said liberal arts ain't gonna pay no bill. Learning the arts and all this other stuff, but you know, liberal arts today at Wayne State, you know, consisted of me learning social work, uh, philosophy, logic, critical thinking. I mean, uh, yeah sociology, philosophy, psychology, uh, you know, some criminal justice, you know, And, and so, liberal arts today, plus humanity, you know, I had to learn about the Sistine Chapel, and, you know, all these different forms of religion, so, that was a good foundation, plus all the math and English, was you know, it was no joke, right? It was... It was prerequisite for me to take uh, to, to get into the business school to take my major courses. And I, you know, and you had to take this this uh English writing, this 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 major English writing test, you had to take a major math test and had to know all the algebra, the foil. So liberal arts ain't no joke. So I think WE Du Bois said, you know, we gotta have an education with our lace base. And entrepreneurship, so we can build and start our own. That's where them brothers went wrong, thinking we can't. So they educating us to work for other people, and we can't. They educating us, law degree, when you leave that mug, you go ready to start your own practice. And they didn't taught you how to raise money. So you're going to be raising money and saving money. Right. So yeah, man. Entrepreneurship is very important, man. It 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 hurt me today that I was on that path in ninety-four. 93, I you know, ninety-three I was on that path of entrepreneurship. And it it hurt me that my my parents was not supportive of me doing you know being a creative you know I was driving to the store today thinking about like that thinking about entrepreneurship thinking about these things I'm like why wow, it, it hurt that you know my parents ain't supportive even if paying my college they ain't supportive you know like like I didn't done, done something. And, and and now don't give me. I'm not. I don't, I'm. 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 I'm a divorce child or a child of divorce. But I'm. I'm not affected by it. I don't think it's my fault. I was born and my parents divorced. I, I don't. I don't blame myself. Right. So I ain't done nothing. And they just my parents. Oh, they real selfish and individual thinking. Man, Lord have mercy. I and so this is my parents is who not to be. So, you know, to, to, to my child that I hardly see, and all the babies I say mine, you know, I'm here for real. So, yeah, man, it, it, you know, just, just be not being supportive in this, and later on in life, I'm trying to be an independent and can't get no support. I'm like, wow, wow. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it, you know, when your parents don't believe in you, don't support you. I don't know if they believe, but if they don't believe in you and support you, it could destroy you. When I mean, I'm, I'm back to Supreme Man, Magnum number eight, Bill Destroy. It could destroy you if your parents don't believe in you. So I had to fight them just to keep my self-esteem intact and thank Thank Father Allah for, you know, starting the nation, God's earth, you know, and, 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 you know, knowledge with understanding, knowledge, you got to have knowledge of your parents, knowledge of how they grew up, knowledge of how they think, based on how they grew up and their, their ways, actions, and behaviors of how they been, a since you didn't know them to today. It's, it's how you gain understanding of who your parents are and then you have know how to deal with them, if deal with them at all. <sighs> so, man, yeah, man. So, entrepreneurship is the key. And we must learn that, right? Wow. And it's like some of that stuff that I'm, that is it, jealousy. And I'm like, I know what jealousy is. You think I'm stupid? I know what jealousy And it's a fucked up thing when your parents... When your mother and father, people that brought you in this world is somewhat jealous of you. It's a fucked up thing. Right? And then they family members say, well, they, I'm going to beat you. They don't know no better. Stupid sleep 85%ers. You see what I'm saying? But yeah, man, when your parents don't back you, support you, believe in you. Oof, wow. Jesus Christ. Wow. You talking about a downer, a bummer. Wow. So, yeah, man. So we got to be more careful. Yeah. So, you know, W.E. Du Bois is all right, man. He's talking about be more education, liberal arts, and, you know, get off into, you know, teaching lawyers and doctors. See what I'm saying? PhDs. No to that blue collar stuff for real. And so if you got to go work for somebody, you gaining knowledge, but you but your foundation is based in I'ma get this money and go build my own. You're always gonna be ready to strike out on your own with a entrepreneur curriculum. You know, that's a double major if you have to. You know, your philosophy and entrepreneurship, medicine and entrepreneurship, agriculture and entrepreneurship. Business and entrepreneurship, computer science and entre- gaming and entrepreneurship. That means you gonna be have your own video design making company sharing the market market share with EA Sports, Rockstar Sports. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. You know we gotta be about entrepreneurship. So, yeah, I said I want to talk about Vlad and uh, Big Gene. You know, Big Gene made it to Vlad. Shout out to Vlad and Big Gene, right? Um, you know, like I talked about Vlad, about being independent, and it's important to be independent. You know, you know, Vlad been there for, uh, you know, a lot of hip-hoppers. You know, you know. And so, um, Gene, Vlad-ass Gene, or Gene was talking about when Fagavelli, which is Tuwak, Tuwak Manure, uh, y'all know who that is, Fagavelli. Fagavelli, Tuwak. What I'm saying, I don't like speak on dude. The rapist, right? The rapist. Y'all know what I'm saying when I say Tuwak Manure. His so called name rhyme with Tuwak Manure. His last seven day. Con- Seven-day gonna get killed by Illuminati. Right? The seven-day theory he can get killed by a real Illuminati. Fagavelli. That album this is his name, right? With Fagavelli. You know, I didn't name them Fagavelli, Tuwak Manure. Right? So they were talking about Big and two And when Tuwak went to jail for the rape, Um, Vlad asked him about why Big ain't give him no money. Gene was like, you know, they thought Big, because Tupac said, Tupac said in an interview, Big ain't give me no money, no tribute. You know, and I I didn't talk about this before. You You know, I think I'm all right. You know, Big ain't give me no tribute, ain't give me no money, and so... Cause Fagavelli say it, don't mean big responsible for giving him some money while he in jail. Now let me break it down for you, right? Fagavelli had two at two albums, two albums out at the time. He was already in the royalty system and the publishing system, right? He had "Apocalypse uh, now. That's the first album, and he had strictly for my niggas. That's the second album, and and he had he had done Juice, and so he was on the sound. I think I think he was on the sound. I don't know he was on the soundtrack of Juice, but he done Juice, and he done Poetic Justice in '93. Poetic Justice come out in uh said, no. Yeah, 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 Poetic Justice come out in 93, I think. Yeah. And so he got money from that. Now, John Singleton gave him a big check. I don't know. He got paid for that, right? And so he was back in New York filming Above the Rim when he raped Ayanna Jackson. He was filming above the rim so he had probably gotten some money up front for that is waiting waiting for some money on the back end plus he was on the soundtrack for that so you know he was going and so he was already two albums in and two movies in doing a third movie so if tupac ain't had no money that ain't big that ain't nobody fault but tupac right you know he had ninth grade dropout very uneducated probably Probably struggle with probably struggle with basic addition, subtract subtraction, multiplication, and division, like every other ninth grade dropout that gets some money, right? So he had t- so he was in the royalty system, and he was getting movie money and show money, tour money, right? So if Tupac that ain't and big. Big album, the first album, didn't drop till September 13, 1994. That's around the time, I don't, I don't, I don't I, you know, I, I can't remember the date of the rape and the shooting, but Big album dropped that year. So, Big was just working with a advance that Pussy Pussycone probably skimmed. So, Big walked around with a lump sum of money. He probably moved his mama in them. You know, James said he couldn't. You know, he couldn't go back to the hood. So, who know? Big probably had to move, right? So it ain't it, it ain't big duty to get that man some money when Tupac two when two wack is two albums in with royalties and publishing and movie money. Poetic justice with Janet. You know, he got it if Alan Hughes. Alan and Albert, Allen got an interview, Alan and Albert, one of them, talking about how they, they wanted Tupac to be a menace to society, right? And they got him, a, they was going to pay him, Alan got him, procured some money, or got him, think it was a quarter million, 300,000, quarter million dollars, it was a quarter million a half of me, I think it was a quarter, million, half million dollars to do minutes, but he didn't do minutes to society, right? Right? So, you know, his poet, I don't, we don't know his poetic justice, but we can assume it was, you know, even 75000 dollars or more, he, you know, he could have got for that, right? And so if he don't have no money in '94, that ain't big fault. You see what I'm saying? Big wasn't even in the royalty publishing system then. He was getting advances and maybe a little show money. You know, he was just getting hot. You see what I'm saying? In very people knew a Big. Right? So how Big supposed to have money and do a show and give him the money? Raise money for a race. See, they still in denial that Tupac really raped that woman Ayana Jackson Gene and Vlad, Vlad had Ayana on her on his show. Gene need to do his investigative research need to put his investigative skills into researching the rape case and so he will see Tupac rape that girl uh, just check my IG Big Gene Vlad so you know yeah, man. So you know, that's what I just—I was like, "Wow, man! It ain't you know." They keep repeating that big, cause Tupac say Big ain't give him no money. Tup Tupac should have called the people to take care of his mama, put his money up. That ain't that ain't on. No, and so how how is how is Tupac in jail? after jail and in an interview gonna sell before he went to jail it couldn't have been before he went to jail cause he got shot and he went straight to jail so how he gonna say in an interview Big ain't give me no money but after right after he got shot he blaming Big for getting him shot so how you gonna ask for some money for somebody who got you shot see Tupac caught himself in them lies. You know, he know Big ain't shoot him, but he's still blaming Big out there in California, which led to Big getting shot. But how you gonna blame Big for getting you set up and shot and pistol whip? You know, they say he got pistol whip in his head and he pissed on himself in the, in the uh, lobby. The movie show with Anthony Mackie, Pissed on himself, you know. I, you know, I, you know, I think Pussy Cone put that in there, you know, two whack pissing on himself. He was scared that death they was gonna kill him. <laughs> he got picked. The stories say he was getting pistol whipped in his head, and he, I think, he got shot holding up his hand. But you know, they say he was armed himself. He was just, you know, he walking around with guns, ain't gonna bust nobody. So. Yeah, man, that you know, that dude, a major liar, you know, then, you know, then I come to find, you know, people have been lie detecting tests, Faith, Faith Evans, Biggie ex wife, and they ask her about that, did he, did she have sex with Tupac, and she say no, and the lie detected tests say she telling the truth. See what I'm saying? So Faith never had sex with Tupac, but he wanted people people to believe that he did out of pure jealousy. And them FOI, death row security, believed that Tupac would not go there talking about another man's wife if that man hadn't crossed him, tried to get him set up and killed him, this day rationale, this day thinking. You see, and it's all a lie. Tupac ain't sleep with faith. And he lying on Biggie and he, and he got more money than Biggie. All cause he jealous. He just that jealous. Nah, who, who shot him in the studio? I don't know. You know, people say he was being corrected. I don't know. I don't know. But he, like everybody, Tupac know who shot him. And he know why. And if they could find him hiding in a little rat, rat hole, a squirrel hole, a, a, a weasel hole, Pop gold the weasel, if if they could find him and pull him out the hole and make him tell, you make him tell the truth, then you know, but you're gonna have to put him on a lie detector test. He done sold his soul to deception. You know, he won't, you know, people think he was never born. So, yeah, man, that's it. That's it. Remember, man, you know. Fatherhood, the importance of learning proper, the proper knowledge of yourself through supreme mathematics and supreme alphabet and 120 supreme degree wisdom lessons. You know, they helped me tremendously and they still helping me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to get on over I got to run. I got to go. So peace to the gods, peace to the earth. I'm out of peace.